This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode 130. And uh, it's a pretty special podcast because we have got quite the full house. I am your host, Craig Hanks. Here to remind you before anything else to go to Holland Assets LLC to check out full show notes, which will be important today. You know, they're important every time, but definitely go to hollandassetsllc.com to check out the show notes and all the other stuff. Find us on Facebook, give us good ratings, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, whew, I had to get that out of the way because I have with me not only Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Craig, how you doing? Good, good. Who sounds it, a little different because he's not here in the studio. It's a little different. Yeah, this is the first time we've recorded in a long time where I haven't been in the studio with you. I, uh, I'm missing your face. Oh, Not enough that's... to put it on the truck, but... Well, yeah. Dang it. I, uh, we're going to let that one go for now. But we're not in We're not in studio because uh, we have a full house today. Like I said, we're also joined by Christian and Raph from FuelStream. What's FuelStream? Well, <laughs> you just hold your horses and I'll tell you in a little bit. Um, and we'll, we'll bring them in in a moment. We also have audio from a bunch of listeners and customers and it, it, it's just going to be it's it's a podcast of palooza today chris <laughs> so before we get started with uh what fuel stream is why don't you tell me how's your week been what's been going on lately what's on your mind it's been good it's been uh it's like normal it's crazy but uh, things have been good we we actually are just in the process of bringing on truck number 12 which will be which will put us at 12 trucks on the road, but it's only trailer number 11. And we're doing something a little bit different this time with trailer number 11. Okay, don't leave me in suspense. What's going on? <laughs> we're, uh, I, I think we're going to go back to buying another used trailer. We found a really good deal on a trailer with, get this, a whopping like 94 hours on the reefer. What? Yeah, so it's it's um, very very gently used, like a few days worth of use, and uh, so it, it's actually and we, we're getting it for a really good price. It's almost exactly like the other trailers that we've been buying. So uh, and, and we've actually been thinking about buying some used trailers, and that's kind of how we found this one. Is um, we'd gone to a, a local used trailer um, dealership. Nate actually did this. He met with a, a sales guy. And they didn't have anything that kind of within was in the specs of what we were looking for. We only wanted a few years old, you know, less than ten thousand hours. Um, we had found. these specs, which we we found way <laughs> less than ten thousand hours. And uh, and so, to make a long story short, the guy called back like two days later and said, "Hey, I've got this incredible deal. You got to jump on it fast. Come look at it." So we did all that and uh, ended up with a. A, a gently used uh, reefer trailer, and it's perfect. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, I'll say gently used. Is it the kind of thing, are trailers like trucks and, you know, other assets like this where you drive it on off the lot and it instantly loses X percent of its uh, value? And so if it's used at all, you're going to get a screaming deal on it? It kind of it kind of depends on the market. In in the market like today, yes, used um, used equipment's a lot. You know, you, you or new equipment, you take it off a lot, and it, it is going to lose a little bit of value. But a year or two years ago, when you couldn't find um, new trailers and and even like used trailers that didn't have very many hours, it was impossible to find them. You could actually take a trailer off the lot and even a truck off the lot. And in some cases, even get more money than you paid for it because you give it to somebody they needed it right then. Wow. But uh, it's not like that right now. And this is, you said it's another reefer. Have you guys not branched out at all yet from reefer? You're doing pure reefer still at 12 trucks? Yeah, well, that, that one little short stint we had with flatbeds, uh, flatbed, um, that didn't really work for us. So other than that, no, it's just all been reefers. Stick to your strengths, right? Yep. All right. Well, that's good. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Chris, shall we get to our main topic here and Let's fuel stream and what fuel stream is? Uh, now, eagle eared listeners will notice that at the top of the episode, I did not say 
go to motorcarrierhq.com. But they should. <laughs> but the reason I bring it up is because uh, this is uh, Fuelstream is another name under the Motor Carrier HQ family. Uh, and you're going to tell us more about it. But I kind of wanted to prep this by saying uh, this is a topic that we have talked about a lot in the past, uh, fuel specifically. And it's also something that it, it strikes me is um, this is kind of one of the reasons that Holland Assets exists in the first place, because you've been working with truckers for, what, 15 years now, something like that. Uh, and part of what I've seen as you went out on the road uh, on your own and then you started building up the fleet is that uh, through your own experience, you were able to see better the pain points of your own clients uh, for the other businesses that you run. Um, and this is going to fit pretty neatly into that, I'd say. Uh, how's that for a setup? You want to tell us a That's little bit about what Fuelstream is? Wow, that was a softball, slow pitch. Even I can hit it. Um, set up. So yeah, that that's was what I good. do. <laughs> good job, Craig. So yeah, this is uh, this is one of those things that uh, Fuel Stream has come about because of my experience driving the time that I spent on the road, and it's actually one of the things like I'm I'm super proud of um, that we've built with the Fuel Stream team. Um, and, and this directly comes from my driving experience and, and finding how difficult it was and how time consuming and frustrating it could be to, you know, have competitive fuel pricing, find the best fuel stops along a route and, and just a whole bunch of other of those challenges that are, are based in fuel. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about some things you can do to save on fuel. Um, two of them are really things that are kind of in the driver's control. And then a couple of them are things that are really in um, in really the company's control. It's the, the owner of the company that really makes impacts this. So if you're an owner operator, you're going to impact all four of those things. If you are a fleet owner, you're going to impact a couple of them. Um, you can impact driver behavior a little bit, but let's all be real. You're only going to influence that so much. And so fuel stream is really going to help you as a, whether you're an owner operator or the owner of a fleet, help you um, with your fuel cost management. And fuel expenses typically, either if you're not your number one expense, it's your number two expense. It just kind of depends on what fuel prices are doing. But payrolls and fuel and fuel are your two top expenses and they kind of flip back and forth which one's the most. So um, I, I'm really excited about this episode. I'm really proud of the work that um, Christian and Raf have put in over the last couple of years. We've really been developing this fuel stream product for over two years um we've had clients on it for well over a year but we haven't you know we've been kind of trying to tweak it and get it to the right point where it was ready to launch to the entire world which uh it is now we we've done some really good things it's it's an awesome service and it's one of those things i think is gonna you know our, our listeners and everybody out there is really gonna like it's it's a it's an awesome product and I don't, I'm usually pretty conservative when I talk about some of the things that we do at Motor Carry HQ. I, I, I try not to make this podcast a, you know, I'm trying to sell all of our products. That's really not what it's about. But this is one of those situations where I really think it, it's something that is, can benefit everybody. You know, like Motor Carry HQ, we help trucking companies with all kinds of different things. He'll help the truck driver get started, do other things. And, and that's not necessarily something that's going to be beneficial to everybody. It's kind of a segment of the market where everybody here, if you're in trucking, you're purchasing fuel and this product can help just about everybody. I've, I've been bursting at the seams for like three or four minutes now, Chris, I just need to say <laughs> it's a fuel card, everybody. It's a fuel card. Uh, and uh, like you say, we're really proud of it. But I'll correct you on that. It's more oh. than just a fuel card. Um, there's an app that is, comes Chris. along with it. Yeah, it's the, the fuel card is one piece of it. But in all honesty, I, I, I have to stop you. I have to stop you because this is so perfect. You, you know, you said and, and you're right for like 50 episodes. You wouldn't even let me mention Motor Carrier HQ. You're like, this isn't a commercial. This isn't a commercial. And then you come in with the but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> I got and, my I've got my Steve Jobs on, right? Isn't he the one that's, that's right. one more thing? One, one more thing. thing. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right, Chris. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Was there anything else you wanted to say no, about it before just, we introduce more, our guys here? There's a lot of fuel cards out there. 
and there's some good ones, there's bad ones, and this is a really good fuel card, but it's also got some other things. The app is amazing, and we'll get more into that because it, it's tied mm. to to the uses of, of an app that helps with fuel planning and routing and just makes your life 10 times easier when you're on the road. And so we'll yeah. we'll get into that as, as we talk a little bit more. Perfect, perfect. Well, let's uh, introduce our guys here. I mentioned them up top, but we've got Christian. Christian, how are you doing today? I'm great, I'm great. Yeah, super excited to, to be on the podcast and uh, looking forward to being able to go over FuelStream a little more. Perfect, and Christian, you do business development for FuelStream and we're joined also by Raf, who you work with. Hi, Raf. How you doing, Craig? Uh, not too bad. Now, Raf and I had a chance a few days ago to sit down uh, and speak with some of the FuelStream clients that you mentioned, Chris, already are out there ask them a few questions, kind of get their impressions of how the card has worked for them for the last, uh, I think it's been like six months to almost a year and a half for some of those uh, who've been on the card. Uh, so getting some of their impressions and I'll be cutting in with some of their audio as we go. So just, so it's not a surprise. We'll have some more voices. Um, in fact, I'll just go ahead and introduce them now. Kim and Jason, thank you so much for agreeing to come on for just a couple minutes. First of all, a little bit about yourselves. You guys are hot shots, yes? Yes. We have a Ram 5500 40-foot trailer, and we've been doing it for about a year and a half. Kent, thanks so much for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm in eastern Oklahoma. I'm headed for Bakersfield, California. Now, Kent, you're a hot shot, right? Yes. I haul whatever I can put on my trailer. I've got a 45-foot flatbed, <laughs> pretty much anything I can get on it. I've got a 23 Ram 3500. So welcome back, Doug, a familiar voice on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Doug, remind us um, what you haul and where you haul. I pull a dry van. I haul about 50% off the spot market and the other half for a direct customer. I run mostly back and forth to the northwest, to Texas. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Corey Ridgway. I'm out of Blackfoot, Idaho. Um, we mostly haul livestock, cattle, mostly. Mostly around in the western states you know we we go back to texas up to iowa hauling hogs and stuff yeah i've been at it for about a year and a half now listen to the podcast and decided to go out on my own and do it and now that i'm done with that we can go back to our conversation and we'll weave them in as we go as we talk about different aspects of this card uh so anyway uh chris where do you want to start talking about fuel stream do you want to kind of maybe do a thirty thousand foot view and not talk about this card specifically but kind of this hobby horse that we've been on for months and months which is fuel savings generally yeah so i there's four things i want to talk about with fuel savings and 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 again this is one of the things in today's market where things are extra tight and it's hard to be um it's hard to be competitive and it, it's hard to make a, a good amount of money. It's not like it was two years ago. It's incredibly important that we do every little thing that we can to save money and to to make our businesses successful. And so a big chunk of that where fuel is such a big expense is managing your fuel costs. And when I was driving, I mean, I, I probably spent um, a good chunk of my downtime. You know, I probably spent 15 minutes to a half an hour every day um, researching where I was going to go to purchase fuel. And the app that comes along with this card is really designed to help you do that in a matter of 30 seconds instead of 30 minutes. And that's one of the really cool things about it. But let's, before we kind of really get into fuel stream and, and how fuel stream can help you with your fuel savings, let's talk about the other two things that can, that, that make a big difference on fuel savings. And, um, and they're both kind of, um, deal with driver habits. The first one's your kind of speed and acceleration. Um, I've heard a lot of different studies on how big of a difference speed makes um, in, in uh, how much you spend in fuel and your fuel consumption. And I've found, you know, when I was driving that I, the, my best estimate when I was driving the truck and, and I would experiment with this is that the difference between driving um, 60, miles per hour versus 70 to 75 miles per hour was about a 20% increase in expense and fuel expense. So you're really only increasing your, your speed by 
you know, 10%, but you're increasing your fuel consumption by 20%. The faster you go in a, in a truck, and it really, it's the same for everything, the, the expense in fuel and the fuel consumption kind of goes up exponentially. And so that's the how, first thing is- How does that interplay though with the number of miles you can run in a month? Do you see any difference? Like, hey, if I'm gonna go 70 miles an hour, yeah, I'm gonna eat up more fuel, but I can do 13,000 instead of 11,000 miles this month. So that's probably the best argument for why it's it's okay to go a faster speed is because then, yeah, you can get more miles in. Um, and so I would make the argument in a situation where if, if you're, you, you take a load that's a first come first serve, when you pick it up or, you know, well, any load when you pick it up and then if, if the delivery is like a first come first serve, yeah, push it, get there as quick as you can because you can unload, you can go move on to your next load really quickly. But that's not how, I mean, there's, Maybe 25% of the loads work that way. The other 75%, you're, you, you have to go at a scheduled time. And a lot of the times that scheduled time has, you know, eight to 24 hours of extra time built into it. And so at that point, you're probably better off driving more slowly and, and, and saving on some fuel consumption. And, and of course, that again is going to depend on your clock and, you know, are, are you, when you plan on doing a 34 hour reset and a few other things. But the, the point is, is that when you can, and it makes sense to drive slower, you're going to save a, a, a crap load in fuel. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I bet it also depends a lot on the price of fuel that month or that year. Right. You know, if uh, fuel is kind of sitting pretty low, then maybe it's less burdensome to drive a little faster. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm spitting. It's less here. impactful. If, if the higher the price in fuel, the more impactful a little bit of savings is. The lower in price, the less impactful. The, yeah. the second thing that the savings there is is one that's a little bit more black and white, cut and dry. It's just your idle time. Um, yeah, I can't tell you how many times I drive into a you know, a, a shipper receiver and, you know, a truck would be there for two or three hours just sitting there idling. Even when it wasn't that hot or cold outside, some people just, they don't, I don't know if they don't care, you know, they're, it's, they're not the one foot in the bill. So they just leave the truck idling. Um, I, I think that's a bad idea. You know, yeah. even if it's a little bit warm, roll your windows down, you know, do something, you know, it's, you're going to save a ton of money by not idling as much. Those trucks, they consume over a gallon of fuel an hour. Um, so you're, you know, three to five bucks a, an hour just to idle it. Plus it's, it, it clogs up your particulate filter faster. It's not good on the engines. There's a lot of reasons not to idle. Fuel consumption is definitely a big one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. You said, okay, four, is that just number two? That's number two, right? That was number two. Yep. Yeah. What else you got? So the other one, and I'm going to probably let Rap kind of get into this with a little bit more detail because he's. He um, also played a big role in this, but it, it really comes to negotiating fuel prices. You know, one of the ways, you know, one of the big disparities between larger trucking companies and smaller trucking companies is how much more a smaller trucking company pays in fuel than a big trucking company. There is a ton, a, a lot of the times, there is a ton of margin in what the retail price is on fuel versus what the the truck stop actually pays for the fuel. And um, the big trucking companies that do a whole ton of volume don't pay the exact, the same price that a small guy does. And so um, once you get a little bit bigger, you can, you can kind of go directly to, you know, a, a truck stop and say, Hey, I want to negotiate a price, but you've got to be pumping at a minimum 10,000 gallons a month in fuel to be able to even, you know, talk to the small, um, the small fuel stops to be able to get to, to negotiate better pricing. Um, when you get bigger and, and let's say up to 40,000 gallons a month, so 40,000 gallons a month, you're talking 20 plus trucks. Um, that's when you can kind of start to negotiate fuel prices with some of the bigger um, carriers, at, at least fuel prices that are meaningful and significant. You might be able to get a, a retail minus price cut, which would be minimal, better than nothing, but you know, you, you really have to get up to, to be a big boy um, to, to really negotiate the, the price. And so one of the things that the fuel stream, stream program does is help, uh, you know, kind of help 
make that possible. So, Raph, I, I don't know if you've got anything you want to add to that. I, I probably, I probably said more than I should have. <laughs> what you, Chris? Never. <laughs> no, you're you're good, Chris. You're good. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. Um, you know, fuel stream really does help bridge the gap for our our target audiences, owner operator guys, small fleets, and we really bring those large fleet savings over to our customers. So like you said, the fuel is either your top expense or your second expense, depending on the month and, and the price of fuel, but it's a huge expense for these guys. And um, you really don't have um, a lot of, you don't really have a lot of people in your corner, especially when it comes to fuel expenses, right? You don't have a lot of negotiating power or any of that stuff. So what we do is we've gone through and we help all of those customers. We, we bring their gallons and we work with those merchants um, to bring those savings to them so they can you know compete with a lot of these, you know, the spot market and a lot of the larger fleets out there and help these guys grow their business, right? The, the goal for us too is not just help them save on fuel today, but it's help them save the money so they can put some of that away and continue to build their fleet and, and grow in the industry, so. Yeah. Christian, anything to add on that? What What's your normal spiel when you start talking about this, about fuel stream? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I have a lot of different conversations. You know, one thing I'll, I'll add on to what Raf had said there, you know, our, our genuine concern is bringing those discounts and the savings and the management to our customers. And, you know, one thing that I'm really proud of for us and, and the way fuel streams come about is even if you're, you know, a box truck guy or a hotshot guy, you know, you're still getting the same discounts as, you know, the 80,000 pound tractor trailer, right? And, you know, a lot of times that used to be a struggle where, you know, the, those discounts were given to the larger companies with a lot of trucks doing a lot of gallons and fuel stream doesn't discriminate, right? So I could have a conversation one day with an owner operator with two reefer trailers and, and tractors, and I could have a conversation 10 minutes later with a single hotshot and those discounts and the savings and the mobile app are all available to both of them in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, when it comes to a, a fuel card and I know Chris, it's more than just a card. <laughs> I got it. Okay. All right. But when it comes to a fuel card like this, um, there are, uh, what, what are some advantages besides just the price? Are, are there other things built in? I mean, you're now, I guess, networking with some other people potentially, or I don't know something I'm trying to throw it out there. Uh, but what are some other advantages that the card has over any other given way to pay? Yeah, so a couple things that, that make having a fuel card handy for you is um, you can use them at the pump. So a lot of a lot of the listeners I'm sure run into this when they go to the go to the store, the station to get their fuel. They don't really let you swipe your credit or debit card at the pump. You usually have to walk inside the station, get to give it to the cashier, do a pre-authorization. Then when you're done filling, you have to walk back in, get your card. So, I mean, there's a time savings just built into that, that convenience, right? It's if you're, if you're rolling up to a really busy travel plaza and you're trying to get in and out and you have to go through that hassle, I mean, you're talking 15 to 30 minutes of your day just spent trying to get fuel. Was so, that, uh, Chris, when you were driving, was that your experience? A lot of sitting around waiting for fuel? Yeah. If you, if you walked into or tried to fuel at a pump using a credit card or a debit card, um, you, instead of just being able to swipe it at the pump, like you're used to Craig, you'd actually have to go in, wait in line, get with the, the, um, cashier, they'd authorize it. They'd hold your card. You have to go back out, come mm -hmm. back in. It just, it was a huge hassle and it took a lot of extra time. And so that's one of the things that you know, using a fuel card, like fuel streams, um, makes it easier. And, and when you pair it with certain apps um, you can actually even authorize the pump straight from the app you don't even have to use a card um, so there's there's some pretty cool things with that and I'm, I'm gonna make one kind of little intro here and another little tease you know as we start to talk a little bit about fuel savings we're gonna hear some of our our clients experiences using that and one of the big hurdles that we wanted to get over before we really started launching this um, fuel stream product to the masses was negotiating a meaningful discount with one of the big travel plazas. And that's the last hurdle that we just barely crossed in the last couple of months. 
and and we got that and it's it's huge we can't because of kind of our marketing agreement with them we can't say their name on the air um but it's it's big it's impactful and when the clients some of these clients are actually we didn't even ask them to talk about this but they were so excited about it they talked about it and so we're gonna have to bleep those out so you'll kind of hear uh craig's diesel horn bleep that name out when <laughs> when the clients talk about it but it, it's really it's honestly i may be saying a little bit more than i should right here but um it's the travel plazas i wanted to go to i liked the most when i when i went because you you know the showers were the best it was they were clean they're you just you always knew there were no surprises when you went to this travel whatever travel plaza all across the country they they did it they did a great job that's that was some fine dancing chris you're uh, you're like uh, lord of the dance over there with your irish jig around the name that's great uh, <laughs> cool so we want to talk about savings on the card and let, let me intro this by bringing back some of these uh, fuel stream customers and have them talk about the savings that they've seen do you have a sense of uh, kind of what your average savings has been uh, like every month from using that card? I think that I have probably been in the neighborhood of just depending on how much running I'm doing, but somewhere between two and $500 a month savings. So I think my, the least amount that I've saved in a month was over 200. Like listening to the show, talking about, you know, paying attention to the fuel tax and everything. Like lately I've actually been fueling up in California because it's it once you take that fuel tax off, and especially with that discount we're getting it now, like I said, you know, I was pushing a dollar ten a gallon this last trip off of fuel when I was out there. So it actually it was putting fuel uh, without the uh, tax on it clear down at like three eleven a gallon. I think I paid, which you know that's ten fifteen cents a gallon cheaper than you know Nevada or any of those other states. So we save a lot actually if. We're on the road for a month. We can save up over six, $700 just ourselves on this vehicle. Um, they just actually started using So it's super competitive now with um, your smaller places with the prices. I mean, they're like way at the top there. So we'll go to those a lot more now. Do you have a sense of how much you're saving using this app? Right now, I just I checked before we got on here, and it's at 303 and some change, and I understand that that's on a rolling 30-day. I I have not run in two and a half weeks. I've mm. been on home time. It was, uh, I'm pretty sure it, when I stopped, it was up to 700 and something. And the, the thing about listening to these guys talk about their savings is, um, they were throwing out some big monthly numbers, uh, you know, anywhere from it, the one guy said, oh, yeah, I haven't run in two and a half weeks. And I still saw 200, 200 plus dollars in savings like that's that's pretty great. You know, month over month, he's still seeing a huge amount of savings, even though he has been kind of homebound for a few weeks. Uh, but then all the way up to, you know, we're hey, we're saving 700 bucks a month on one truck. Uh, th that's huge, right? But that doesn't even get to the per gallon savings, which is going to be kind of most visible to people when they go to the pump uh, and they're getting ready to use that card. They're not necessarily going to see the monthly numbers rolling in their head. They're going to see what's right in front of them. So uh, Raf or Christian, talk to me a little bit about how much people can kind of expect to sa save on that per gallon basis. Yeah, so... And it's not just um, the important thing to point out to you, Craig, is our card is our discounts are off of cash price. So mm. a lot of the a lot of those fuel stations around the country are, are doing these different pricing strategies. And, and I'm sure you guys have seen them when you're when you're driving around, Craig, there's there's maybe a credit price that flashes and then it goes to like a cash price or something else. And it's about anywhere from 10 to 25 cents cheaper for you know cash. Um, so a lot of the fuel stations around the country are, are they've they've devised this plan of they've they give a discount for cash because using a credit or a debit card they incur certain fees um, you know by processing those payments. So not only do we give you you know discounts off of off a of cash price for, at those discount partners, but even if you use our card you know at any of the uh, the stations in in the network you're still going to at least be paying cash price. You're not going to be paying that increased price. So 
on top of those those savings, um, you're also not paying that additional surcharge as well. So, um, but just straight discounts on our, on our fuel card, um, on average, our customers, you know, will save around forty five to fifty five cents per gallon when they use um, you know our participating discount partners. Um, but again, that's an average, right? So there are fuel stations around the country where discounts are over a dollar a gallon. I mean, um, you know, one of the one of the testimonials, you know, one of the customers speaks about him saving over a dollar a gallon in, in a fuel station in California. So right. that's not that's not necessarily uncommon. And, <laughs> and the fuel market has gotten a little bit tighter, so that's a little bit impressive. I, I can't remember if uh, you were with me for that conversation. Maybe you remember, uh, but it might have been one of the ones I had to do on my own. But he said, uh, I was kind of trying to nudge him toward like kind of making fun of California's fuel prices because he's talking about driving back up to Idaho and Montana. I'm like, yeah, you probably wait till you're, you know, outside of Vegas, you get to St. George, you, you know, something where you can finally fill up. And he's like, nah, I fill up in California because with the card, it just, it actually makes more sense. I was like, dang, that's great. So I, I want to, I want to put a point, uh, a shout out. It was Corey that said that. And I was super impressed with Corey because he was talking about using the app and, and he was talking about having learned about fuel taxes, you know, listening to the podcast. And uh, kudos to Corey for understanding that sometimes even though the price in California is higher, when you calculate or you take into account the fuel taxes, you're actually, it's cheaper in California. And that's one of the things that he was referring to. And that's one of the things that our app will show you. It'll show you the retail price and it will show you the price after the fuel tax is taken out so you can truly and easily compare what the price of fuel is in california versus nevada because sometimes even on the surface if it doesn't make sense to purchase fuel in california it actually is like five to ten cents cheaper in california than it is in nevada and you know that's corey pointed that out he, you can tell he gets it and i'm like i'm way proud of corey that's awesome not everybody gets that yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. Christian, what did you think as you were uh, listening to these guys uh, and gals talk about their experience with the card? Anything jump out to you when you're watching those? Yeah, I'll say I'll say shout out to Corey as well. He was actually um, one of the first carriers that I got set up uh, when I was came on with FuelStream. And he had a little bit of a, of, a, of a bumpy start to his business, nothing of his own fault, just, you know, challenges that come with it. And uh, he is one of the most positive guys that you'll find, and and he just understood that there's a lot that comes with it, and you know he's had so much success since just staying on that grind and and utilizing the tools that are available. Um, definitely love Corey, but yeah, I mean Raf and and Chris. The, the nice thing is the app does everything right. I mean when I talk to people on the phone, it's their best friend while they're on the road. You know, making it easy to see and find the discounts, make them aware of, you know, what they're saving. And Raf and I, you know, a big thing for us when we have these conversations is not only reducing the fuel expense by, you know, getting the discounts, but also helping them manage it, right? So with the app, wherever you are in the country, you're able to see where the stations are, how much you're paying. And then we also get them set up with monthly and quarterly transaction reporting, so all of that is given to them. They'll see how much they're saving, where they're fueling up, how much they've spent. So it really is all inclusive with the discounts as well as helping further manage that part of their business. Oh, oh, Christian, you're teeing me up here, okay? Because now I have to say, but wait, there's more, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> so let me let me bring these guys back because uh, they had a few things to say about the app as well, uh, including yeah. some of the stuff you were just talking about. So let's bring them in. I use the app not really to plan a route as much as just to see where the next fuel stations are along the route that I'm traveling, and it works great. I mean, I can I can plan my stops. I don't have a an extra fuel tank, so I do stop quite a bit. I stop about every 200 mm. miles, so it's it's really nice to have the app to plan those stops out. It gives me options like on his trucker's GPS, it doesn't show some of the places that we're allowed to go to or we can go to. And it might say there's something like 500 miles away or 400 when we get out, like in the boonies more. The fuel card will show us places that we did not know existed. So that helps us a lot. You were saying there's something else about the app that you just love right now. Yeah, a, a new addition to it that I really 
It's probably my favorite, actually. I have it linked to my bank account, and I can transfer funds to the card. There's two options, uh, 24 hours, and I think maybe one that's two days. No, one's same day if you do it early enough, and the other, other one is the next day. And that's by far, hands down, better than anything I've seen. I was just going to say, I really like the, the feature that they just added a couple weeks ago where it actually shows the, the price and some of the different fuel stops are highlighted in different colors so that you have a better idea of where you're, what company you're looking for, like through yellow and stuff like that. So, like I said, they they said some of the same things that you did, Christian, uh, but also some other stuff as well. Uh, you know, really appreciative, for instance, of the uh, the transfers, uh, the transfer speed between the bank account and and the card. Um, and so, yeah, it sounds like you guys have worked really, really hard on getting the app just right. Uh, Chris, what are you most proud of with the app uh, from your perspective? There's, there's a couple things that I think are really cool. I, and one of them is applicable to absolutely everybody. And that is um, just the routing. You can you can either use the, the app to um, plan a route and figure out along your route what the best um, fuel prices, or you can also just use it to say, Hey, I'm, I'm in this general area. I, I, or I'm going to be in this general area. I want to know what the, the, um, best prices. And, and we make it, there's list views, there's map views, there's color coordinations. There's all kinds of different ways to sort and look at things. And it, and it just makes it easy to find the best priced fuel in wherever you're going to be. Um, so that that's one that's really cool. And the other one that I think is really cool, especially if you're a small fleet owner, um, I know one of the things that kind of becomes cumbersome for me is anytime you need a, a to pay like a lumper fee and you need an EFS check, well, you can go right through our, our your driver can go right into the app, can request one, that request comes to you, you can approve it. It sends everything back to them and it makes it really easy. So, you know, for the driver and for the, the fleet manager, fleet owner approving everything, it just makes it quick and seamless and, and painless. And, and we're trying to build more and more of those things into the app as time goes on. But there's already a bunch of those features there. Like, you know, a couple of people have already man mentioned it's really easy to get money onto it. Um, so it, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, you know, this is... Um... Uh, we're, we're talking about fuel streams specifically, but I, we can also say kind of fuel cards generally, Hey, it's a good idea. Make sure you get a fuel card if you can. Right. But I, 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 I'm saying that because I want to mention something without calling out any other fuel card. There are other good fuel cards out there. Okay. That's my point here, but there are cards out there that hide stuff in their app, right? It, Sometimes they're not going to make everything visible. Every location that they uh, that they work with are not every location is going to be visible. You know, maybe they're trying to they worked out a deal to bump up some other shop, and so they hide some of the other ones, or um, you know, hidden fees or whatever. And that's kind of a feature of this card is trying to you know not play the games that some of the other ones do. Okay, it's it's stressing me out. I don't want to call out any other fuel cards by name here when I say stuff like that. But uh, right, I mean, it's about transparency, right, Raf? Hundred percent. So something that we do hold very valuable to us here at Fuelstream is the trust with our customer, and so we are always one hundred percent, hundred percent transparent on um, on the fees and everything like that. We don't hide anything. And then what is unique about our mobile app too is we do show you all of the fuel stations that are available for where you can use the card, not just the locations where, you know, there are discounts. So we truly give you freedom of choice. We don't hide anything from you. We don't try to like, you know, play mind games and subtly manipulate you to go places. Um, and we also don't punish you for going to places um, as well. Like we don't have higher transaction fees at, at you know, quote unquote out of network fuel stations. Um, you know, we keep everything flat and simple for our customers, right? Um, so that is a big deal. There are no monthly fees with our card. There's no hidden like annual fees or, or per card fees or activation fees. And, and we also don't play games with the discounts either. So there's no gallon minimums 
on our card either. So you don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, we don't tier these secret gallons and don't tell you about, you have to pump X amount to get these discounts. We don't play any of those games. We are, Christian and I, we recognize that we are, we are focused on building relationships with our customers. And, and at the end of the day, we have to answer to those customers, right? So we're not going to do anything dishonest up front because it's only going to come back to us too in the end. <laughs> so, um, and that's just what we're about. We're about being transparent and honest and, and running a good, solid business and helping our customers. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the app is really dialed in. And uh, for those who are listening on the podcast, uh, I say this every once in a while, you know, there's an episode that we have where I'm like, make sure you go check out the YouTube version because I'm going to put up some uh, screenshots of the app so people can kind of see what we're talking about. Um, see that the color coding or the list view or the map view, and you know, so they can get an idea of what it is that we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, I love that it, it caters to two different types of personalities. You might call it the Chris or the Craig approach, uh, where Chris, I, you, you're the spreadsheet guy. You're a planner. You're the, you're got that entrepreneur mindset, right? So when you are going to go out on the road, you're going to sit down first. You're going to take that 10 minutes and say, all right, I'm going to stop here. And then I'll stop there. And you're planning your route. You're planning your fuel stops. I'm much more, I got to hit the road. I'll figure it out as I go. (laughs) And so, you know, it kind of plays to both styles, uh, whether whether that's somebody's personality or if they have to do it by necessity, if they're hauling livestock and, you know, it's a little more sensitive and, and they got to fly by the seat of their pants a little bit more. So that's great. Um, all right, so I, I want to switch gears here a little bit because we've talked about some of the, the benefits of the card, the features, the, what, what is it? Uh, features tell, or benefits sell. Is that, is that the old salesman's, the, is, is, the sell the steak and not, sell a sizzle, not the steak, right? Uh, Chris, I told you I was going to come back with a bunch more cliches, okay? So I, I, you were warned. Um, no, but uh, it's clear to me that you guys, you know your product, you've got your sales game down, but that's only half of it. Uh, if people want to sign up for the card, that's awesome. But once they're on the card, customer service is a huge thing. Uh, this is something that those uh, users that we talked to brought up, whether I asked them about it or not, they would bring up customer service because uh, I hate to say it, but uh, they seem kind of impressed with you guys. So let's hear, let's hear what they, well, what? Is this where we do like the episode of the segment where it's like wrath worship? It's I. We're gonna keep it short, okay, Chris? We'll keep it real short. All right, I'm I'm ready. To, I'm excited to hear about this. <laughs> I like telling this story right now because Raph wasn't able to join us, and so we can talk really nicely about him behind his back, uh, and he can't do anything about it. Yeah, we can make him real uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah tell me that story. Yeah. So the other day I was out and. Loading somewhere didn't have the best of service, but I wanted to get my uh, my fuel card funded before. Uh, there's certain cutoffs, you know. If you do it by a certain time, um, it'll be in there the next day. And then, but if you have to, also there is an express fee. I mean, you pay a couple bucks and it'll be in there like within hours. So, if you do it, then you don't have to pay that four dollar fee. So, anyways, I was out there and I tried to fund it, and I didn't. I didn't think it went through when I got out it. So I went ahead and did it again, and uh, I get a phone call, shoot, I don't know, maybe an hour later, and it's Raph calling me, and he's like, hey, did you mean to fund your card twice for the same amount? And I was like, no, I definitely did not mean to do that. So they're really on top of, you know, watching all that stuff because, you know, that's a lot of money when you think about it. What you're planning, a weekly fuel bill, you know, and you go to – plan that and then you go doubling it down you know that could really goof up some stuff so yeah absolutely if i have any questions any problems whatsoever if i call raf up um and let's say he's busy or something he will call me back like asap his customer service skills are phenomenal yes i mean we've never ever had a problem with him was it and and there is a problem he resolves it immediately i mean there's no no ifs ands or buts it's, it's resolved immediately it's no, their their customer service is great. Like between Raf and then Christian, also. I mean, between the two of them, I mean, anytime I need anything, I can just send a text over, and I mean, they always text back very shortly most of the time, and they're like, "All right, cool, it's taken care of," you know. So, they've been super helpful. And he jokes, so I mean, that's good because I have like maybe this sense of humor sometimes I shouldn't have, but he can deal with it and. <laughs> 
And so that's nice instead of just, you know, the melatonin where you're kind of like, okay, whatever. So no, it's, it's not just a professional thing where you can't, you know, we're friends, we're friends more. It, it's a nice way. So there you go, Raf and Christian. It's a, you got your own little fan club going on. Uh, but I've got a question for you guys. Uh, I'm sure you'll have stuff to say about customer service, but, uh, but here's my question. And it's kind of a big one, uh, like a, a large one, 30,000 foot view type thing. And that's that right now, the card is still fairly small as far as the membership, uh, you know, compared to some of the huge ones out there. Right. And I'm sure that fuel stream would like to be the biggest kid on the block. You know, hey, it's our 10 year plan. We're going to take over the world. Uh, mwahaha, twiddle, twirl my mustache, all that. But as you grow, how feasible is it going to be for you to continue that level of customer service that these guys are talking about? Have you, have you guys discussed that yet? <laughs> that is, uh, that's something that Christian and I talk about uh, constantly, actually, yeah. is scaling that customer service with our growth and making sure that there is no drop off um, in experience. So, I mean, while, you know, in the long run, I may not be the customer service person for for our, our customers, um, that will never I will never turn down a customer call no matter in the future. And, and we will every person as we continue to scale. Christian and I have a passion for what we do in helping people. And so if someone is not on board with that kind of that mentality of, hey, we are here to help the customers and these guys um, that are on the road, you know, they, they're sacrificing a lot. They're, they're sacrificing time away from family, uh, you know, um, they're sacrificing sleep. <laughs> they're, they're sacrificing their health sometimes. And, and, you know, they don't get to sit down and have a home cooked meal every night. Um, and so Keep, we keep that all in mind whenever we are talking to our customers. We understand like, hey, these guys keep America running with what they're hauling. And they keep no, 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 that's, that you're Duncan. You're thinking of Duncan. No. <laughs> <laughs> so um, don't, don't, do not try to usurp the, the, <laughs> of the great Duncan. Okay. Hey, hey, Duncan removed their stores from, from Colorado and Utah. I'm not happy about that. Well, that's a different subject for a different day, Craig. Um so, but I mean, I think that empathy and that understanding for the position our customers are in is important to our approach to customer service. Like yeah. we're here to serve and help our customers. We want to make sure they have the best experience possible, um, you know, with, with Christian and I and, and FuelStream in general. We don't want them to ever feel like they were left hanging. And so that will be, that's part of our mission, part of our, our just our mentality here at FuelStream. So that will never go away. It doesn't matter how many how many customers we have or how many customer service agents we had in the future that will always be at the core of what we do. I'm, I'm really excited to join FuelStream as a customer service agent, like with the headset and everything so that I can freak out any listeners from today who sign up and then, you know, they call into customer service and I'm like, what's up? I can't get my name on a truck, but I can talk to you. <laughs> There's a, that, that's my goal now. That's my goal. Christian, anything to add on the customer service side of things? Yeah, I mean, it's funny, Raph and I both laughed and smiled at each other when you asked that question, because there's times even out of the office, you know, we'll be doing something else and we'll call each other. We'll be like, hey, I have this idea. And it's a, it's a 20 minute conversation of how we can better, you know, the card and the experience for these carriers. And, you know, whether it's coming in early, staying late, you know, having a conversation real time where, you know, we work with technology quite a bit and, and sometimes things are out of our control and we'll have people call us and say, hey, I'm at the pump right now. I need fuel. This isn't working. And we're there immediately. We're ready to go. We'll solve the problem and they can fill up and go. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you know, we would love to, to continue to grow and and to be able to build that product. And, and we've been able to do that through the customer service. Right. We've maintained, um, you know, people that, that are with us and we pride ourselves on those relationships. And I think I, I can speak for Raf here as well, that that's the best part of what we do. Yeah. You know, being able to get the discounts and, and help them with the app is wonderful. But when you have, hear those clips of, you know, the positive experiences you've provided for them. Um, I think that's what sets us apart, you know, not to trash on, on any other fuel card, because there are a lot of great ones, but we'll put in whatever amount of time is needed and make sure that these carriers and our customers feel taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Customer service is huge. And, uh, 
I was I was really good at it when I used to do it. I uh, worked in well, I worked in a few different industries and did customer service. And it is draining. It is difficult. Uh, it's like a constant, uh, you know, problem solving game. It's whack a mole. It's never ending. Uh, and so, hats off if it's um, something that you guys do really well. And it, it apparently it is. So well done, guys. Um, so. We've talked a lot about the the card, the sizzle, the benefits sell, the whatever other cliches we want to throw in there, Chris. Uh, but we mentioned up top that there will be a link that people can use. Like I said, the show notes are going to be important on this episode. Um, and so people can check out the show notes. There'll be a link where they can learn more about the card uh, and apply for the card. Raf, do you want to tell us a little bit more about what they're going to be doing there? Yeah, so the link is going to be just a basic contact form it's going to um you know let us know that you're interested christian's going to get that he'll be reaching out to you when when we see those come through and then we are also offering a special um, for all of the holland assets listeners so when you're filling out that form uh, there is a promo code section so if you just want to enter the promo code pod free 50 p-o-d-f-r-e-e five zero um and that that will We'll reimburse you the, there's a one-time account setup fee for $50 um, that is charged by, you know, the the card platform provider. Um, but you use that promo code, we'll reimburse you that $50 on your first fill up when you use the card for the first time, we'll send you that check for 50 bucks. Um, so basically you're, there's no cost to get signed up. There you go, holy smokes. Well, Chris, I got a question for you before we uh, cut and run for today. And that is, how did we do because this this was one of the first times we've ever like spent an episode talking fully about one of motor carrier hq's uh services you know in this case uh the the fuel card how how are you feeling you know with the I'm whole episode good. that's that yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping we can get uh, a bunch of people they to give it a try and, and not just give it a try i mean i i really truly believe like this is one of the reasons we've We've been developing it for over two years, but we're now just recently launching it to everybody because we wanted to make sure we got it right and that it was um, super beneficial and that we're different than just another fuel card. Um, and and so I'm proud of it. And I, I want to see a ton of people use it and hopefully it, it helps a, a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I uh, will remind everybody to, well, actually just hit the show notes. I, I'm not going to remind you. There's links, Holland Assets LLC, uh, all the, the stuff. Yeah, the links are in the show notes. So I will stop there and just say that I'm really proud of myself, Chris, because I went at the entire episode without once saying the word. <laughs> you did you uh, a whole episode on fuel and you didn't say <laughs> once nice you're gonna have to bleep that out now though <laughs> i'm just gonna cut i'm just gonna cut the show off right there at least I'm, at least right. leave mine out you can leave yours in but i i shouldn't be saying that like it's a it's a swear word it's a cuss word i shouldn't <laughs> fair enough fair enough all right hey christian Rav, thanks for joining us thanks craig yeah thanks guys all right chris i'll see you in a couple of weeks see you craig